0: All right, we're going to keep going with the morning, and we're going to do something a little different this morning. It'll, be, uh, it'll feel different, but we did this two years ago on the Sunday after Christmas and had a great response, so we're going to do it again. And it is uh, something that is kind of, uh, I guess, known now as the history of redemption reading. And the reason why we think this is important to do... Um, every so often is that when we describe the Bible, one of the ways you can describe the Bible is God's revelation of himself to humanity. And that's an accurate definition of the scriptures. And within that revelation, the apex or the peak of that revelation is the redemptive kind of narrative of the scripture, the redemptive thread that goes from Genesis to Revelation and finds its its culmination or apex in the person and work of Jesus. And so we're going to do a reading this morning, um, which is, it's a bunch of Scripture, it's all Scripture, I should say, that's been put together in more of a story form. And it'll take us from the beginning to the end of God's redemptive narrative of Scripture. Um, And we're going to have uh, five different readers. I'm going to start us off, and we'll have four others come up afterwards, and we're breaking this up into five parts. And uh, each part will probably last five to seven minutes or so. But I want to give you some background on this. This was originally a sermon that was preached by a guy, a guy by the name of Ronnie Smith, who I worked with at a church called the Austin Stone in Austin, Texas. Um, and he originally preached the sermon, I believe, in 2010. And he memorized the whole thing. So just imagine, everything we're going to read today, he memorized it. About 30 or 35 minutes, he just, just all by, by, uh, by memory and did that. And about 2010 is when he did it. A book, a book came out. Uh, for it and had illustrations go along with. It was a really cool thing. But the, the key piece of the background to this, yeah, there's the cover of the book there. The key piece of the background was when we moved up here to Norman in 2010, Ronnie and a group of people from the Austin Stone moved to Libya um, to do, um, to do uh, work for God there. And um, when he was a part of that team, um, in 2000, December 5th, 2013, Ronnie was shot to death while on a jog. And um, it was a tragic situation. Um, left a, um, a, a, a his, his wife, and, um, who was Anita is her name, and his little boy, um, who I believe was like two or three at the time, his name uh, was Hosea, and um, left them without a husband, without a daddy. And that was seven years ago. Um, and uh, that's that 's what makes this even more special at least to me and it hopefully resonates more with you as we read it. Uh, Ronnie uh, gave himself uh, for the Lord, and um, if you 're a guest with us or if you're not if you 're new to church or maybe uh, uh, don 't understand all the things of the Bible and, and the gospel, um, this may feel different for you or strange, but what I would have you think about during this time is this, this message of redemption, this, this really close friend of mine and co-worker, he was willing to give up his life for it. He was willing to die. He was willing that his blood would be shed for this message that we're going to read about today. And just think about that. Think how, what, what, what kind of good news is this, is that people throughout the centuries would give their life for it. And maybe that will help you stay engaged a little bit. If this is odd or different for you this morning, we're going to post some. I'm going to try to figure out a way to post some more information and some articles about uh, the story and a little bit. One of the cool stories that came out of it was Anita, his wife. Um, she uh, wrote a letter, uh, forgiving. Uh, it was actually an interview, and then it, and she turned it into a letter in both um, Arabic and um, and um, English, and to um, forgive Ronnie's killers in the name of jesus and that message went out all over the world because it was in multiple languages and so we're still praying that ronnie's uh uh death would still bring people into god's kingdom so i'm going to pray and i'm going to start us off reading and then a few other people will come up um along the way so pray with me father i just ask this morning as we read scripture put together in this unique way i pray that um You would move and we know this is your word these are your words this is the story of your son from beginning of the scripture to the end and so we trust that even more than than uh, someone preaching a sermon these are every single word that will be spoken is your words and so we trust this morning that you'll change our minds you'll change our hearts you'll change the way we live our lives as we leave this place as a result of hearing truth read in this way. Uh, We're needy. We need you. We need your grace. Help us this morning. Give us ears to hear and eyes to see your gospel this morning. Amen. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. And God separated the light from the darkness. Then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens. And over the livestock and over all the earth. And over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the rib that the Lord had taken from the man, he made into a woman and brought her to the man. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, You may surely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. For in, that, for in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. But the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise... She took of its fruit and ate. And she also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. Therefore, God gave them up in the lusts of their hearts to impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves, because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator, who was blessed forever. Then the eyes of both were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loincloths. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it. The Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continuously. I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel.
1: Now the Lord said to Abram, go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land I will show you, and I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you I will curse, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And he brought him outside and said, look toward heaven and number the stars, if you are able to number them. Then he said to him, so shall your offspring be. And he believed the Lord, and he counted it to him as righteousness. Abraham fathered Isaac, for I brought you up from the land of Egypt and redeemed you from the house of slavery, and I sent before you Moses, Aaron, Aaron, and Miriam. They did not keep God's covenant, but refused to walk according to his law. They forgot his works and the wonders that he had shown them. When he killed them, they sought him. They repented and sought God earnestly. They remembered that God was their rock, the most high God, their redeemer. But they flattered him with their mouths. They lied to him with their tongues. They sacrificed their sons and their daughters to the demons. They poured out innocent blood, the blood of their sons and daughters, whom they sacrificed to the idols of Canaan. And the land was polluted with blood. He gave them into the hands of the nations so that those who hated them ruled over them. Yet he, being compassionate, atoned for their iniquity and did not destroy them. He restrained his anger often and did not stir up all his wrath. He looked upon their distress when he heard their cry. For their sake, he remembered his covenant and relented according to the abundance of his steadfast love. Then the Lord raises up ju- raised up judges, who saved them out of the hand of those who plundered them. Yet they did not listen to their judges, for they whored after other gods and bowed down to them. They soon turned aside from the way in which their fathers had walked, who had obeyed the commandments of the Lord, and they, d- they did not do so. Then all the elders of Israel gathered together and came to Samuel at Ramah and said to him, behold you are old and your sons do not walk in your ways now appoint for us a king to judge us like all the nations and the Lord said to Samuel obey the voice of the people in all that they say to you for they have not rejected you but they have rejected me from being king over them but the people refused to obey the voice of Samuel and they said no But there shall be a king over us that we may also be like all the nations, and that our king may judge us and go out before us and fight our battles. The Lord said to me in the days of King Josiah, Have you seen what she did, that faithless one, Israel, how she went up on every high hill and under every green tree and there played the whore? And I thought, After she has done all this, she will return to me. But she did not return and her treacherous sister Judah saw it. Because she took her whoredom lightly, she polluted the land, committing adultery with stone and tree. My people inquire of a piece of wood, and their walking staff gives them oracles. For a spirit of whoredom has led them astray, and they have left their God to play the whore. Their deeds do not permit them to return to their God, for the spirit of whoredom is within them, and they know not the Lord. They use their tongues to deceive. The venom of asps is under their lips. Their mouth is full of curses and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. In their paths are ruin and misery, and the way of peace they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord And no longer shall each one teach his neighbor and each his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more.
2: Therefore, say to the house of Israel, Thus says the Lord God, It is not for your sake, O house of Israel, that I am about to act, but for the sake of my holy name, which you have profaned among the nations to which you came. And I will vindicate the holiness of my great name, which has been profaned among the nations and which you have profaned among men. And the nations will know that I am the Lord, declares the Lord God, when through you I will vindicate my holiness before their eyes. I will take you from the nations and gather you from all countries and bring you into your own land. The Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, but who will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and the children's children to the third and the fourth generation. Now the law came in to increase the trespass, but where where sin increased, grace abounded all the more. So that as sin reigned in death, grace also must reign through righteousness, leading to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Therefore the Lord Himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Long ago, at many times, and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. And he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purifications, Purification for sins. He sat down at the right hand of the Majesty on high. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. and the And the Word was with God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen His glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. And this is the judgment. The light has come into the world, and people love the darkness rather than the light, because their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light, and does not come to the light, lest his works shall be exposed. For he grew up before him like a young plant, and like a root out of dry ground, he had no form or majesty that we should look at him, and no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. because he poured out his soul to death and was numbered with the transgressors. Yet he bore the sin of many and makes intercession for the transgressors.
3: The next day he saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen diligently to me and eat what is good, and delight yourselves in rich food. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For God who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. He chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, with which he has blessed us in the beloved. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. For the love of Christ controls us because we have concluded this, that one has died for all. Therefore, all have died, and he died for all, that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And they sing a new song, saying, Worthy are you to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation." And he said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Do not be surprised, brothers and sisters, that the world hates you. You will be hated by all for my name's sake. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. A disciple is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. And do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Everyone who acknowledges me before men, I also will acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, I also will deny before my Father who is in heaven. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Share in suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. I endure everything for the sake of the elect that they also may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory.
4: For this light momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison, as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Through him, we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. But know this, that if the master of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore, you, almost, you also must be ready For the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Who then is a faithful and wise servant whom his master has set over his household to give them their food at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master will find so, doing when he comes. Truly I say to you, he will set him over all his possessions. But if that wicked servant says to himself, my master is delayed and begins to beat his fellow servants and eats and drinks with drunkards. The master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him, and at an hour he does not know, and will cut him in pieces and put him with the hypocrites. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. The one sitting on it is called Faithful and True. He will tread the winepress of the fury of the wrath of God the Almighty. On his robe and on his thigh he has a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. They will make war on the Lamb, and the Lamb will conquer them, for he is Lord of Lords and King of Kings, and those with him are called and chosen and faithful. And the devil who had deceived them was thrown into the lake of fire and sulfur, where the beast and the false prophet were. And they will be tormented day and night, forever and ever. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people. To the thirsty, I will give from the spring of the water of life without payment. The one who conquers will have this heritage, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. He who testifies to these things says, Surely I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy, to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord, glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen.
0: God, I thank you for your word. as We thank you every week for it. I thank you for um, the ministry of of Ronnie Smith, that he um, had the creative mind to Put a, a sermon together in this way that that many churches have benefited from after the fact, like we are doing today. And we're encouraged by his creativity and, and how he put this this narrative of our redemption together. I pray for his family. I pray for his his wife Anita, his son Hosea, and I pray that they would know the legacy that they're husband and dad left for them, and that his work is continuing at minimum through this this sermon he preached, but also through the work he did um, in North Africa, and I pray that you would continue to bring people from the North Africa people groups to yourself as a result of Ronnie's ministry the blood that he shed, in the midst of doing the work that he that you called him to do um, in North Africa, and we're thankful for him. And I pray we would be encouraged and remember people like Ronnie Smith that laid down their life for the gospel. It's happening every day. It's been happening for two thousand years. I pray that we would be encouraged by that that, that, that as a church that we would see that Providence Road Church is, 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 a, is just a small, tiny, but yet important um, piece in the puzzle of your glory and your grace and your redemption of all peoples, and that we would be encouraged by that. that this is bigger than, than us, that that would move us and that would encourage us. You know, we're thankful for your word. We're thankful for your son. And I pray that you would change all of us in some way this morning as a result of, of hearing what we just heard. And as we move into our time of communion, it's in your son's name we pray. Amen.